0: Good morning. Welcome to Church of the Palms. My name is Sarah, and I have the great joy of serving on staff here at Church of the Palms. I have a couple of announcements for us this morning. The first of which is just a brief reminder that we are intentionally reading the Bible together. I assume we all have been doing it on our own, but we are trying together to read the Bible. and we're using a wonderful lectionary that was created by a consortium of churches, and it's available to us in a number of ways. One, if you grab a bulletin from the, from the traditional service, there's a list of readings for the week. Um, and you can also download this. It's not on this one. Here it is. Yes. There's a list of readings for the week. You can also download this wonderful app. It's called the Daily Prayer app, and that's what it looks like. It costs a couple of dollars, and it's a one-time thing, and you can daily go in there. It's very easy to use. You're waiting in line somewhere to make sure that we are in the Word every day, and what a great joy to be able to do it together. So just a reminder that we're doing that throughout this year, trying to really intentionally read together. Tomorrow night... There is a trivia night in the Palm Center. So this is something that we do regularly. It's a big hit. It's supposed to be a lot of fun, friendly competition, lots of laughter. It's at 5.30 p.m. And you do need to RSVP for that event. And you can find that information both in the bulletin or on our website. A week from today is World Communion Sunday. So churches all over the world celebrate World Communion Sunday. And we are inviting you to dress in your ancestral garb, if you have that around. Um, We usually do like a parade and some things that we're not going to do because of COVID. But if you have a kilt laying around or Whatever that may be for you, we encourage you to wear it. As we consider that this is a uh, that we are part of a body that uh, reaches every corner of the world. So, World Communion Sunday next week. Finally, I want to share with you that there is a student ministry fall retreat coming up. Uh, it's open to all middle and high school students, and you can get registered on the website on the families page. And it's a The focus on the one-night retreat is, where is God amidst my busyness, business, busyness, busyness, and uh, focusing on how to keep a connection and relationship with Christ in the busyness of the semester. So very excited for that. And to tell us more about what's been happening in student ministry, inviting uh, Connor Peters, our student and family ministry director.
1: Good job. Good morning, church. Uh, I'm so happy to be in front of you all today. One new thing that we are getting to uh, start is we're calling it a a mission minute where the last Sunday of every month um, you'll get to see my face as well as the face of one of our incredible students up here to kind of share what we've been up to, what's happening uh, in the lives of our students and our families. Uh, So on behalf of all of family ministry, we have some exciting things that have been going on. Um, First off is that we had our annual volunteer training last Sunday. So all of our volunteers are fully trained. Um, They have received uh, the proper training for the school year. And we do that um, in order to make sure that your children, that your students are going to be safe um, when they are with us. Um, so, we go over all of those important things as well as different ways to just be connecting with our families and building those relationships. Um, so, we were excited to do that last week, and that was for all of our adult leaders from nursery, children's, and student ministry. So, we had a group of about 18 there, um, and that was a great group to have for that. And uh, over the next several months, we're going to be building out different volunteer opportunities. For those of you looking to get involved in different ways within family ministry, we'll have some small ways where it's maybe once a month or once a quarter, maybe it's providing a meal, those sorts of things, uh, all the way to more involved on a very regular basis. Uh, We've gotten to have some incredible new adult leaders who have been helping us in many different ways, and we are so thankful for them. Uh, They have been such a blessing to us, and if you're looking to get involved in family ministry, please do send me an email. And then uh, one exciting thing regarding family ministry is that there is now a Sunday offering for everybody between birth all the way up through high school during the 9 a.m. hour. So that is something that's exciting. That has not always been the case, uh, but between our nursery, children's, and youth, we have an offering um, for all of our students and children uh, during that 9 a.m. hour, which is exciting. Specifically, uh, within student ministry, we've been able to incorporate several different service projects into what we've been doing, uh, and we've gotten to serve in our own food pantry, and then also uh, students continue to serve in the food pantry on their own, as well as uh, tutor on Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons as well. And in addition to that, Carol, within her children's ministry, they wrapped up their summer series. They celebrated third grade Bibles this morning, uh, so they're launching that, and then she's getting to um, continue through their fall series and uh, just to uh, work with our children's families and our children. And that is super exciting. And then our student ministry had a paint war last weekend. Um, that was a whole lot of fun. It was quite chaotic, but we deem it a success because nobody went home clean. Uh, so we, we were excited about that. And that was just an opportunity for our students to connect, for our students to let off some steam, and for our students to really just, just have fun and act their age for once, you know. Um, and then tonight we get to have our monthly uh, gathering that is a little bit more faith-focused, faith-oriented, where we get to worship together, uh, where we get to hear a message, and that's going to launch us into our next um, series of Sunday morning gatherings. So we have that tonight from 5.30 to 7.30 uh, for all of our middle and high school students over in the Palm Center. So we're excited to get to do that again. And there's one new thing that we just started that Gianna is going to get to share with us um, this morning. Gianna, why don't you share about that?
2: Hello. My name is Gianna Falbo. I'm a senior at Venice High School, and I'm a part of the Palms Leadership Academy, And I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit today about our home groups. Other students and I were given the opportunity to test out these home groups this past week before making them accessible to all high school students starting in January. The purpose of these groups is to meet during the week outside of church, whether it's at someone's house or where you're going somewhere to eat. We then discuss how you personally have implemented God in your daily routine or how you've seen the image of God through others or yourself. These groups are meant to be smaller in size so that we can form closer relationships with one another and dive deeper into faith, hoping to enlarge our connection with God. For me personally, going into the new school year, I have enjoyed seeing everyone that I have may not have seen last year and restoring those old relationships that may have been destroyed. School comes with fun, but also feels like I'm stuck in a phase of stress and becoming overwhelmed with all homework and college applications. I found myself praying, something I do not do enough, hoping God would relieve me of these things that are out of my control, using him as a foundation. These small groups are going to provide just that, a break from reality when some students may need it most. Thank you.
1: Great, thank you. Now... Before uh, we begin with our worship this morning, I want to ask everybody to please stand up, being conscious of uh, different people's comfortability levels. Please greet one another, say good morning, Uh, maybe even let them know they look beautiful today in case they haven't heard it yet, and uh, let us worship together.
3: morning, everybody.
4: Let's join together and worship God. We stand and lift up our hands, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship Him now, how great, how awesome is He, and together we sing. Everyone sing Holy is the Lord God Almighty The earth is filled with His glory Holy is the Lord God Almighty The earth is filled with His glory The earth is filled with His glory We stand and lift up our hands For the joy of the Lord is our strength We bow down and worship Him now How great, how awesome is He Together we sing. Everyone sing. Holy is the Lord, God Almighty. The earth is filled with His glory. Holy is the Lord. The earth is filled with this glory, the earth, the earth is filled with this glory, and it's rising up all around, it's the anthem of the Lord's reign now, and it's rising up all around, but the Lord's renown And together we sing Everyone sing Holy is the Lord God Almighty The earth is filled with His glory Holy is the Lord God Almighty, the earth is filled with His glory, the earth is filled with His glory. alive he's living on the inside roaring like a lion my god's not dead surely alive he's living on the inside roaring like a lion he's roaring he's roaring he's roaring like a lion let hope arise and make the darkness high the resurrection somehow now I'm lost in your freedom in this world I'll overcome God's not dead he's surely alive he's living on the inside growing like a lion God's not dead he's surely alive He's living on the inside, roaring like a lion He's roaring, he's roaring, he's roaring like a lion He's roaring, he's roaring, he's roaring roaring like a lion Heaven roaring, and fire fall Can shake the ground with the sound of revival Heaven, roll in fire, fall. Come shake the ground with the sound of revival. Heaven, roll in the fire, fall. Come shake the ground with the sound of revival. Not dead, he surely alive. He's living on the inside, going like that. That's not dead, he surely alive. He's living on the inside, going like a My That's not dead, he surely alive. He's living on the inside, going like a My That's not dead, he surely alive. He's living on the inside, going like a Wonders beyond our galaxy. You are holy, holy. The universe declares your majesty. You are holy, holy. Lord. stumble in the darkness I will call your name by night God of wonders beyond our galaxy You are holy, holy The universe clears your majesty You are holy Of Heaven and earth, Lord of heaven and earth. Hallelujah to Lord of heaven and earth. Hallelujah to Lord of heaven and earth. Hallelujah to Lord of heaven and earth. Wonders beyond our galaxy. You are holy, holy. Faces do your heart to me. Father, holy, holy. The universe declares your majesty. You are holy. You are holy Holy Hallelujah to the Lord of heaven and earth Hallelujah to the Lord of heaven and earth Hallelujah Altyazı <gülüyor>
1: Amen. Praise be to God for our worship this morning. Uh, What a beautiful Sunday it is for us to get to gather in the house of the Lord and give thanks and praise for the blessings that we have received and take those things that are heavy on our heart to the foot of the cross this morning and be reminded that the trials of this world, that the difficulties in our life do not have to be faced alone. Not only are they faced with the people that you see around you this morning as we are the body of Christ, but they are also faced with the power of God as we are in relationship with our Lord. I want to invite our uh, mic runners up this morning. We are going to jump into our praises and prayers, and I uh, want to begin with our praises. I feel like there are so many things that we can give thanks for and that we can celebrate. Um, Let us begin this morning by offering up our praises uh, and things that we want to celebrate with one another. Oh, excuse me, I almost forgot. Um, there are several different ways (laughs) that we can—we're going to rewind a little bit—there are several different ways that we can be um, supporting the ministries at Church of the Palms. If you call Church of the Palms home, if you call the people around you um, family, um, then we want to just remind you there are uh, baskets in the back, and you can notice on the screen there are several different ways that you can be giving uh, in order to support uh, our mission of loving God and loving neighbor. And if— You are visiting with us this morning, then we encourage you to just take in um, this service and uh, see the ways that God is moving in this community and the people around you. Um, So with that being said, let us begin with our praises. Does anybody have anything that they want to celebrate and that we want to um, give thanks and praise for this morning? If you want to raise your hand, one of our mic runners can go ahead and come to you. We have one in the back.
0: Good morning. I have praise for a good friend of mine who is getting married next Saturday. Uh, She's a widow and marrying a widower, and they found love again.
1: Praise God. Praise God for the ways that God just continues to move in people's lives. Any other praises and things that we want to celebrate together? I don't know if anyone noticed, but fall happened this week as well. Um, So praise God for a new season. We are now in fall, although it doesn't feel like it we're getting there, I hope.
0: So it's a praise, but yes, I'm wearing fall co- colors. Just, I guess, I'm trying to deal with the seasons. So um, <laughs> yes. as as we can't afford it. Um, praise. I wrote a card for a prayer um, to be said for a, a New Mexico family and to receive financial assistance. And there are so many difficulties emotionally with COVID and you know financial issues. And that was last week. I don't know what it is. Oh, it is. Because the Holy Spirit lives here, we have um, received notice that they are going to be receiving financial assistance uh, through the, you know, what the federal government has been able to give to the states to give to those who are needy. Uh, needing, and all of us are so many people are struggling, you know. So just mm-hmm. the resources that are out there. Just thank you all for your prayers. Yes, okay? praise God. For... Was last week, thank you.
1: <laughs> praise God for those resources and praise God for taking those things. To prayer. If there are no other celebrations, let us move into our time where we offer up our prayers um, as the body of Christ, those things that are heavy on our heart this morning, those things that we want to pray together as one body. I want to remind you that as we offer up a prayer, we as a congregation will respond with, Lord, hear our prayers. Somebody? I have uh, two requests this morning. One is for my Aunt Sissy. Her name was Ann. I always knew as Aunt Sissy. She's gone to join our Lord in heaven. And a second for my friend Carlos Velasquez. He was tragically taken from us from a car crash. Uh, for his friends and family and everybody suffering for this and for all of us to find forgiveness for the individual that ran the red light and took him from us too soon. Yeah. We first lift up Aunt Sissy and her loss. Lord, hear our prayers And there are so many different components to that situation with Carlos and his family that we lift up in prayers for healing and for forgiveness and for peace. Lord, hear our prayers. Are there others that we want to lift up this morning?
3: Hello?
2: Okay, so (laughs) one of our friend's uh, niece got hit by a truck last uh, Thursday and we just want to pray for her and her safety um, right now because the family is going through a really difficult time. And yeah.
1: Now, that niece is doing okay and in the healing process, correct? Yeah, so we lift up that healing process and that family. Lord, hear our prayers. Are there others this morning?
4: Um,
5: um, I would like to pray... If- I'd like to pray for my mom who is having back problems recently um, she um, she's having problems with her discs and it is making her hard to, it's making it hard for her to both stand and sit which is not good for good for her, uh, her job especially and she has been in, when she's been at home she's usually been staying on her bed just bedridden so she doesn't have to go through any pain from resulting
1: from it To lift up that situation with Sam's mother's back and healing. Lord, hear our prayers.
0: Yeah, I'd like to say a prayer for my sister-in-law and her family. They lost uh, their mother. Um, It's a blessing. She was very ill. So comfort for their family.
1: Yes, comfort for the family and their loss and all those who have lost loved ones this week. Lord, hear our prayers. Let us pray. Oh, no. can please.
4: I would like prayers for my sister, Holly, who had two surgeries, and she still can't walk, and she's got a very severe bladder problem, and she went through one procedure for that, and it didn't help. She's going through a second one, and she's still learning to walk. Her name is Holly. So prayers for healing. Thank you.
1: Yes, yeah, prayers for Holly and healing in that situation with her walking, her bladder. Lord, hear our prayers. Let us pray. Almighty God, our creator and our maker, Lord, we give thanks for all of the blessings that you have bestowed in our lives, Lord God, the blessings that have become such norms in our lives that we don't even notice them anymore. God, we give thanks for those and we give thanks for all of the ways that you continue to work in our lives, Lord God, that you are a God that did not just create us and leave us to be in this world, but a God that lives with us and among us and has saved us in Christ. God, we give praise for the forgiveness that we are able to receive through Christ, Lord, and we give thanks for the peace and the comfort that you provide. And God, there are things in our lives in this community this morning where we need peace and we need comfort and we need healing, Lord. God, we need divine intervention in ways that we cannot do on our own, Lord. God, may you work through us, and through those around us, for your kingdom to be made known. May you give us courage when courage is needed. May you give us words when words are needed to be shared, and may you give us peace and comfort in these difficult situations. God, may your Holy Spirit fill us with your joy and with your thanks. May we be reminded that in you we have all that we need. God, stir in our hearts this morning, soften our hearts to your spirit and what you may be trying to show us, Lord. In Christ's holy name we pray, amen. Thank you.
3: Hi, oh, that was loud, sorry. My name is Ava Epstein, I'm in 11th grade at Venice High School. The scripture passage today is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verses 38 through 50. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him, because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able to soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly, I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ, will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great milestone were hung around your neck and were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands to go to hell to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame, Than to have two feet and to be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
5: What do you think of that passage, Ava? That's a rough one, right? Um, for mature audiences only. Let us pray. Open our hearts and minds, O Lord, to the word just read and the words to come, that they might point to you, the word made flesh, Jesus the Christ. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Can you think of some of the names that Jesus calls himself? In the Gospel of John, in the I am statements alone, Jesus refers to himself as the bread, the light, the door, the shepherd, and the vine. He's also called a lamb, and in Revelation, even a lion. So maybe it's not too much of a stretch for today if we call him the old salty dog. Salty Dog, as you may know, is a nickname for an ornery sailor who has spent much of his life aboard a ship at sea. Now, I wouldn't call Jesus ornery, but he could get a little feisty at times. As for salt, Ava just read, salt is good. And back in the day, of course, it was a food preservative which was necessary for life. Today, it adds flavor and zest for our food. Now, if you look at the dog side of this new title, we all know that dogs are loyal, and they have an intuitive sense that make them incredibly empathetic. One of my seminary professors, Andy Root, shared the story about the death of their family dog. Andy wasn't sure when when he and his wife and their children, Owen and Maisie, would be ready for another dog, but he knew he wanted one. In his book, The Grace of Dogs, Andy writes, I wanted a dog who would celebrate Owen and Maisie's presence with excitement, always reflecting to them that they were beautiful and worthy of attention. I wanted a dog who would summon them into shared play, helping them rest in the knowledge that they are wonderfully made. Well, Jesus certainly celebrates our presence with excitement, and his consistent message to us is that we are wonderfully made in the image of God, which makes us beautiful and oh, so worthy. So if Jesus can be a lamb or a rock or a lion, perhaps for today, he can be our old salty dog. Honestly, some of those things that Jesus said in this passage were more than a little salty. In fact, they sound so outrageous. I think I've flipped right on by this passage several times in my life. Cutting off limbs, gouging out eyes, sounds like the making of a Quentin Tarantino movie or of one of those Halloween horror movies that some of you people watch. I cannot watch, let alone read. Ah, but the revised common lectionary, that's the text that we get today. So I had the opportunity to dig into this scripture just a bit more to see if there is some sort of connection or application for our lives. It starts out innocent enough. John whines to Jesus, teacher, someone else is doing good things in your name, and we tried to stop him because he doesn't go to our church. Jesus tells the disciples, do not stop him. And he wisely says, whoever is not against us is for us. The world needs all of us doing good. Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. We then move into the section that we would rather skip over. Every warning that's attached to some sort of stumbling has this little assurance. It would be better for you. We do lots of things that are uncomfortable or unpleasant because it is better for us. For example, it is better for you to eat your vegetables and to limit the ice cream, Doritos, and cookies. It is better for you to get the polio and measles vaccines, even though the shot might hurt, so that you don't get those awful diseases. It is better for you to get a good night's sleep, even though you may not want to stop watching your very favorite Netflix series. So we get the concept. But Jesus uses some strong language to make his point. It would be better for you to be drowned with a millstone tied around your neck than putting a stumbling block before the little ones like these. Really, Jesus? Please tell me more. Just who are these little ones and what kind of stumbling block? In the passage from last week when Pastor Steve was preaching about those disciples who were arguing about who was the greatest, remember what Jesus did? He picked up a child, and he said, whoever welcomes a child in my name welcomes me. So these little ones are, of course, children, not unlike our third graders who got their very first Bible today in the nine o'clock service. I read that little ones also refers to any who are vulnerable In the history of the exegesis of this text, little ones has been defined as children, new believers, and those who are weak in their faith. I took a course on Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the German theologian who lost his life because of his plot to assassinate Adolf Hitler. About a decade earlier, when Bonhoeffer was serving as a pastoral intern, he was visited by a 10-year-old boy from his congregation. Breaking down and crying, the little boy explained that his beloved German shepherd, Mr. Wolf, had just died. The boy sobbed as he told his story, and with deep intensity he said, Tell me, Herr Bonhoeffer, will I see Mr. Wolf again? He is surely in heaven, isn't he? the overly confident protege who had always been told that he had a brilliant answer for every theological question, now sat humbled by the boy's love for his dead dog. Finally, Bonhoeffer said, "'Well, we know you loved Mr. Wolf, and we know that God loves you, and we know that God loves all animals,' So, yes, yes, I think you will indeed see Mr. Wolf in heaven, for I believe that God loses nothing that God loves. Jesus continues by moving beyond being a stumbling block for the little ones by talking about the amputation of the sinning members of the body— His language is harsh and certainly not to be taken literally. Scott Hosey met a man who had read our scripture passage from today in Mark 9. The man recognized his proclivity to lust after pretty women by looking at them with his eyes, so he took a knife and gouged his right eye out. Scott met this man, as you might imagine, in a psych ward. The man was a victim of schizophrenia. But that would be the setting where we would expect all men and women who had cut off their own hand or taken out an eye on the account of Jesus' words in Mark 9. So why does Jesus use such exaggerated language? Perhaps he was trying to get the disciples' attention. Perhaps... He was trying to get our attention. There's no doubt that his words leave an impression. This hyperbolic language is actually used all the time. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse, or my mom's going to explode when she sees my grades. The purpose of hyperbole is to magnify what's at stake. It shouldn't be taken literally but it shouldn't be dismissed either because it points to a truth that must be heard and taken seriously. In all three of these examples, Jesus tells the disciples to get rid of whatever is in the way, hands, feet, eyeballs, chop them off, gouge them out, better maimed than sent to hell. Now, the Greek word for hell is Gehenna, which is a constantly burning garbage dump in the Valley of Hinnom outside of Jerusalem. Gehenna had a history as an evil place. In the Old Testament, we read about King Ahab, Ahaz who had instituted fire worship and the sacrifice of little children in the fire. Gehenna became the city dump where worms bred on the garbage and where it smoked and smoldered at all times like some vast incinerator. It became a symbol of hell. It was the place where the souls of the wicked would be tortured and destroyed. Gehenna stood as the place of punishment, and the name alone struck fear in every Israelite. It would be better for you to get rid of that thing that causes you to stumble so you don't go to Gehenna, but rather so you have life. If we have cancer growing in our bodies, we cut it out. We know that it has to come out or it'll grow and destroy the whole body. Get rid of that which destroys and be more like the old salty dog. In an old Eastern fable, there was a man who possessed a ring set with a wonderful opal. Whoever wore the ring became so sweet and true in character that all the people loved him. The ring was a charm that was always passed from father to son. At last, it came to a man who had three sons whom he loved with an equal love. The father pondered what he was going to do when the time came to pass on the ring. He decided to secretly have two other rings made, precisely the same, so no one could tell the difference. On his deathbed, he called in each of his sons, and he spoke some words of love to them, and he gave each one of them the ring without telling the others. Soon the three sons discovered that they each had a ring. And a great dispute arose as to which was the true ring which could do so much for the owner. The case was taken to a wise judge who carefully examined the rings and said, I can't tell which one is the magic ring, but you yourselves can prove it. For if it is true that the true ring gives sweetness to the character of the man who wears it, then I and all the people of the city will know the man who possesses the true ring by the goodness of his heart. So go your ways and be kind, be truthful, be brave, be just in your dealings, and he who does these things will be the owner of the true ring. In other words, have salt. In yourselves and be at peace with one another. Each one of us is to examine our own life. The text says if your hand or foot or eye causes you to stumble, you take care of it. Of course, we're going to have challenges in the world that leave us bruised and wounded. But we examine ourselves, and we make choices that bring life to ourselves and to others. These decisions to get rid of bad habits and selfish tendencies free us to be more like the old salty dog. After his 34-year-old wife, Laura, suffered a devastating asthma attack and later died, Peter DeMarco wrote a letter to the intensive care unit of Cambridge Hospital who cared for her and helped him cope. He wrote a rather lengthy letter, and I'm just going to share a few excerpts with you. He wrote, As I begin to tell my friends and family about the seven days you treated my wife in what turned out to be the last days of her young life, they stopped me at about the 15th name that I recall, The list includes doctors, nurses, respiratory therapists, social workers, and even cleaning staff members who cared for her. How do you remember any of their names, they ask. How could I not, I respond. Every single one of you treated Laura with such professionalism and kindness and dignity as she laid unconscious... When she needed shots, you apologized that it was going to hurt a little, whether or not she could hear. When you listened to her heart and lungs with your stethoscope, and as her gown began to slip, you pulled it up and respectfully covered her. You spread a blanket, not only when her body temperature needed regulating, but also when the room felt a little cold and you thought she'd sleep better and more comfortably that way. Then there was how you treated me how would i have found the strength to have made it through this week without you how many times did you walk into the room to find me sobbing my head down resting on her hand and quietly go about your task as if willing yourself invisible how many times did you hug me and console me when I fell to pieces, or ask about Laura's life and the person she was, taking the time to look at her photos or to read the things I had written about her. How many times did you deliver words, deliver bad news with compassionate words and sadness in your eyes? When I smuggled in a very special visitor, Cola, the tuxedo cat, For one final lick of Laura's face, you didn't see a thing. On the final day, as we waited for Laura's organ donor surgery, all I wanted was to be alone with her. In the late afternoon, when the family and friends had said their final goodbyes, you had shifted Laura to the right side of her bed, leaving just enough room for me to crawl in beside her one last time. I nestled my body against hers. She looked so beautiful, and I told her so, stroking her hair and her face. I laid my head on her chest, feeling it rise and fall with each breath, her heartbeat in my ear. It was our last tender moment together as a husband and a wife, and it was more natural and pure and comforting than ever. Anything I have ever felt to all of those people who were being salt in Peter's world. He signed the letter with my eternal gratitude and love. Friends, Get rid of what causes you to stumble. Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Let us pray. Hold us close, gracious God, when we need comfort. Help us feel your presence in the days that feel dark. Most especially, Lord, help us to appreciate and fully live into each day of life that you give us, that we might be salt and goodness in a world that so desperately needs it. All this we ask in Christ's name. Amen.
4: Please stand. is the lamb who was slain holy, holy is he sing a the song to him who sits on heaven's mercy see worthy is the lamb who was slain song, dim song song, heaven's mercy to see. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. was and names and is to come. With all creation I sing praise to the King of kings. And I will adore you mm-hmm. Clothing in rainbows, the living color Flashes of lightning, walls of thunder Blessing and honor, strength, and glory and power be To you, the only wise king Holy, holy, holy is our Lord God Almighty Who was and is and is to come With all creation I sing And at the mention of your name. Jesus, your name is power, breath and living water. Such a marvelous mystery. Holy, holy, holy is our Lord God Almighty. It was, and is, and it is to come. With all creation I sing Praise to the King of Kings You are my everything I will adore you Holy, holy, holy Is our Lord God Almighty who words and is and is to come With all creation I sing Praise to the King of Kings you are my everything, and I will adore you.
5: So perhaps this will be a good week to examine ourselves and to begin to rid us of that which might cause us to stumble. And now may the beauty of God be reflected in your eyes, the love of God reflected in your hands, the wisdom of God reflected in your words, and the knowledge of God flow through your hearts so that all might see and believe. And all God's children said... Amen.